Hey guys, Travis here with this freaking show, uh, bringing you part two of the episode that we released a couple days ago. Um, <clears throat> we're going to wrap up uh, our conversation about drinking and a couple other things. Um, I do want to remind you guys that uh, even though we are in October and these aren't this freaky show episodes, this freaky show is coming up. Um, I know it feels like we did a lot more commitment to uh, this freaky show last year than we did this year. And the reason for that is because... Last year, I kind of had more time to plan. Uh, this year, with the new job I have and the schedule I have, it's just really tricky to kind of get everything together. But I promise you, I'd rather give you guys everything later than expected than um, than just kind of like throwing crap together and it just not being good enough. So uh, this freaking show is coming up. Um, the episodes are going to start rolling out uh, next week uh, from the release of this uh, episode, obviously. And uh, me and Cartoon Joe are still working on getting together to do the uh, cemetery tours, kind of like we did last year, uh, but just find a new location and new cemeteries to check out. So those will still be coming, I promise you. Um, I just uh, I just really quick want to thank you guys for <clears throat> your patience and understanding on uh, how busy we've been and kind of been missing a lot of, uh, episodes, even though we try to do these weekly. Um, I know we're only on like episode 16 of the season and we're rolling into October here. So clearly we've missed a lot of episodes and, uh, I just appreciate you guys for still sticking around, uh, even though we haven't always been around, uh, but we are going to do our best to try to be back around more often and hopefully, um, when everything gets more figured out and more free time uh, kind of comes around for us, we can start doing a lot more things, uh, especially pertaining to, like, videos over on YouTube uh, as far as, like, food stuff because uh, we both are good eaters. We're, uh, it's, one of our, it's one of the things we do good, uh, good at. Not talking, obviously, but uh, we're going to start doing more stuff on that uh, coming up. So make sure you are subscribed to the FreakNet Studios YouTube page. Uh, hit the notification bell so you know when those episodes do drop. So let's dive into uh, part two here. And again, make sure you guys are keeping an eye out for uh, this freaky show that is coming up uh, next week. So here we go. God, what? Uh, we're gonna have to go to a bar. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to uh, my friend Dana. She's a bartender at a small dive bar here in Piatone. I'm gonna see if we could try to work out a way for us to. Make a video of doing a couple of these fucking drinks, just some, just just some random fucking drinks that like we never had, like, like, like to try guys, but uh, not as popular. Nice, I'm yeah. into it. I'm into it. Fuck like, yeah, mojitos. I'm thirty now. <laughs> I'm thirty, and I. <laughs> what's wrong with being thirty, man? You think you think thirty sound old? Mojitos. I'm thirty two. You ever have a Kraken mojito? Oh, thirsty. He's thirsty now. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> so how old are you? Like in your 40s? I'm going to guess 40s. I'm going to say 40. Oh, don't tell me yet. 44. I'm going to guess 44. Where are you at, Joe? What do I got for my yeah. guess? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to the other side and say 33. 33. I'm going to go 44. Hi, R&D. First off, which R&D are you? 39. There we go. Ah. Uh. Uh well I guess technically you won because I went over. No, that's fair. That's fair. This is Dennis. I didn't okay. know if we were doing prices rights rules. Uh well yeah, that is prices rights rules. The closest without going over. Right. I went over. You won. 
Even though I was closer in general, you were closer because uh, I went over. I'm into it. Fuck Mostly yeah. I, I never win games on this show, so I'll nah. take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. We got to get Clint on here and do some of those uh, should have said $1. <laughs> yeah, come with one years old. <laughs> I always hate when people do that. I know it's just playing the game, but it's like, I don't know. You know, I don't like I don't like when like people are like we'll guess this blah blah and someone's like fifty and then someone goes fifty one. Yeah, I hate that too. Like, like you jagos. Never like that. Always go seven if it's between one and ten. Twenty seven between one and fifty, and sixty seven if it's between one and hundred. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't know the logic. I don't know the logic behind it. I just I think it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Seven wow. is normal. So I think seven is the normal choice for people one through ten. Yeah. Twenty-seven is my favorite number, and sixty-seven I just threw out there because I was about to say sixty-three, but I went to end with a seven. Nice. Mm-hmm. Into it. Ah, uh, Joey, talk to me about the Phantom Tollbooth, man. Yeah. So uh, we talk in both chapters. We just talk in chapter eight. Well, after reviewing it, I know chapter eight. Uh, did you read chapter nine? I did. Okay. Chapter 8 was definitely one we discussed in the last episode. So I definitely want to review it. Uh, But Chapter 9 is the one we're going to talk about. Uh, For those of you who entered late and and didn't hear, uh, me and Cartoon Joe, uh, we do like an annual segment. Every year it's a different segment. Great shows, got to run. Well, tell people to to replace you then, R&D. Don't just bail. Mm -hmm. You You have to have someone take your place. That's how this works. Or else the scales are uneven. But I do appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we do do these every couple Saturdays, once in a while, stuff like that. So around nine o'clock on a Saturday, uh, look out for us, man. It was awesome talking to you. Uh, Dose, Dose entered. Dose, this this dude is excited about twos. Dose exclamation point. Sup. Um, I think you misspelled soup. Hmm? Sup. 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 Dose. Sup two. He's my replacement. See, look at that. R&D's looking Perfect. up. Perfect. Appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. Thank Have you. a great Saturday. Take care, R&D. Um, so annually, this freaking show does a different segment every year. And we always change it up because we want to do something new and exciting. This year, we decided to do a book club. Book club. Freaknet book club or the effing book club, however you want to look at it. Uh, t-shirt still to come because I still think that'd be an awesome book. Uh, t-shirt made. Uh, and uh, we left it to some of our listeners to pick the book for us. And uh, our listeners chose the Phantom Tollbooth. Very easy read, very enjoyable read. It's like a it's it's like a knockoff of uh, Narnia, if I was to describe it. Yeah, that seems fair. Um, but honestly, I think this is better. So I do enjoy this. There because are ways in which it is better. I think it's more child appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Plus, it's also, not, it's also not an allegory for heaven. Yeah, and this uh, I think gives you life uh, life lessons that we're going to learn in chapter nine. Yeah, so I do enjoy that. Um, yeah. So, Joe, you're the genius here. Oh, nerds! Now I called you a nerd. That's fine. I've been called. Book club? Words. Are you women? Uh listen, twos. Uh yes. It's 2020. It's 2021. 2021. I can do whatever I want to be. Yeah. 2021. If I wanted to find as a woman for the next five minutes, so be it. It's ma'am. I just saw that fucking video like pop up recently too. 
I do remember that. The one where um, the uh, God, what's the proper? What's is, is transgender the proper term? Yeah. Okay. Where the transgender woman walked into GameStop and uh, the clerk behind the desk said "sir" and she got upset and kept telling it's "ma'am" and got a rate. Tranny is still acceptable. Close. Uh, you you misspelled transgender. Um, so uh, the lady got upset, started getting a little bit irate, which I get it. I understand yeah. it. Yeah. Um, then another customer kind of interfered in it and kind of blew everything up. Dang. The lady the lady went to go leave. The clerk, I don't know if did it intentionally or um, accidentally said, okay, sir, have a good day. The lady lost it. Yikes. Knocked over some stuff, threatened to take him outside, kept yelling, it's ma'am. Uh, made uh, made for some pretty decent memes a few years back. Oh, I missed it. Missed it entirely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, wow. But um, for the sake, sure, let's be women. We can be pretty little freaks. Sure, why not? Let me do it. <laughs> right? Um, but, but this will succeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so so I'll, I'll just I'll review Chapter 8 real quick and then get into Chapter 9 also. So Chapter 8 was the uh, right after the banquet. Um, you remember in Chapter 7, they had the big word banquet where they, they ate their fill of, of all the words. Um, and uh, now in the, in the aftermath, everyone is full, they're tired, they're happy, you know. And the king, Azaz, stands up to, to give a speech. And as soon as he starts to speak, the entire room clears out. And they all run away. And, and he sits down. He, he tries to keep going on. And Milo is like, why are you talking? No one's here. And the king was like, well, I just like to pretend. And uh, uh, he, he kind of despairs that his kingdom doesn't like to pay attention to him. He's like, oh, if only we could figure things out. And Milo, seeing his chance, says, well, what if we got rhyme and reason back? And so uh, uh, he and the king kind of go back and forth like, oh, it's impossible. Oh, no, it's not. And then the humbug comes in and he says, it's not impossible. Here's how you do it. And the king is like, fantastic. Nice of you to agree to it, Milo. And packs up the, the kingdom and leaves. And so Milo and the humbug and, and talk, the dog that goes tick, uh, leave. They just go uh, on their way to, uh, what, is it, what is it called? There's Dictionopolis and Digitopolis. There, yeah. The, the yeah, city yeah. of numbers. Yep. Um, and so chapter nine picks up with them on the road. And they are going up the road. They're traveling, traveling through a forest. And they see this big sign that says, uh, it's like scenic, scenic overlook ahead type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh, neat. You know, I'm, I can't see it because when you're in the forest, it's hard to see the forest. You know, they say you can't see the forest for the trees. Um, <laughs> and they, they round the bend and suddenly they have this magnificent view of this forest that they have been traveling through. And it, it leaves them breathless and wondered, full of wonder, full of awe. And uh, suddenly Milo hears a voice uh, talking to him about how it's all how you look at it. And he's like, who, who, who said that? What? And the guy goes, it's, it's, it's all how you look at it. And Milo turns around and suddenly he's face to face with a pair of brown shoes floating in the middle of the air. And he looks up and he sees, what's his name? Alex Bings? Alec, Alec Bing. Alec Bing. Alec Bing. Um, and Alec Bing is a, a member of a family of people who uh, they are born floating in the air. 
they are, they, their head is at the same height their entire life. And as they grow older, their feet eventually touch the ground. They grow, they grow down instead of growing up. Mm -hmm. And they have this interesting conversation about looking at things from different perspectives. And Milo tries to look at the world from adult point of view and he begins to float up off the ground. And then, you know, as soon as he realizes what's happening, he crashes back down and, then they have a conversation about different points of view and how to consider things from other points of view, how a bucket of water to a human is a bucket of water, but to an ant, it's a vast ocean and to an elephant, it's a cool drink. And, uh, Milo is just like, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Alec Bing. And, uh, that's basically where the chapter ends. He just kind of agrees with him and it's it. That's the whole thing. Well, I'm glad you kind of covered the whole thing for me. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Um, but like I said, I mean, like, I like the book because it, it kind of gives you life lessons. And they talked about like, you know, because he is born, head grown down, uh, he looks at life differently. But he looks at life differently than his dad does, his mom does, his sister does. And so I think it's a cool concept. And I, like I said, I do like the movie uh, or not the movie, the, the book. And um, we're about halfway through it. Mm hmm. Yeah, which we're, uh, we're about halfway through this live right now. Nice. So I do enjoy the book. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we're still continuing with it, and uh, uh, it was a good choice. Yeah, choice. I'm glad you picked it, and you listeners picked it. The listeners picked it. I didn't. Pick. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you, you threw it out there. You threw it out there. And what was your choice? I don't even. It was like the Devil's Chessboard or something. Yeah, like a 900-page yeah. book that's not in print anymore. It's about how the <laughs> CIA killed. Jonathan. I remember. I do remember that. Do you uh, do you're the um, speaking of Kennedy that uh, the uh, there's like stuff coming out about the Kennedy family again? No, I didn't hear that. But I'm not like there's shocked. a there's a couple things. Uh, first off, uh, it sounds like they're going to release the assassin of Robert F. Kennedy. Oh, that's right. I heard about that. And uh, some lady came forward and said she had an affair with JFK. Nice. Oh. Yeah. You know what they say, if your grandmother had a heartbeat and lived within three miles of the White House, JFK probably had sex with her. <laughs> oh, Kennedy. Yeah. That dude, I really want to see a Kennedy movie where he is uh, just a desperate sex addict. No, no heroism, no pomp, no circumstance, just Kennedy the dickhead. Did you uh do you see that uh I think it's HBO is coming out with uh an impeachment movie about Clinton? Yeah, I don't know if I'm into that or not. Part of my problem is that they picked a guy for Clinton who looks like Joe Manchin. <laughs> I'm surprised anyone has the balls to put out anything negative against the Clintons. Yeah, right. A lot of speculation about them Clintons. I won't say it because I don't want to die. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not saying I would die. I'm just saying, you know, speculation. Right. I'll speculate about him. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it looked interesting. I don't. I mean, outside is I. I don't know if I'd have interest in. It. It's not based on the fact of like you know the the actors they got. It's just you know that shit didn't interest me to learn about as I grew up. I don't know if I ever watch a movie about it. I mean, I get what happens. You know, he had he had an affair with the woman. He denied it. They found proof. He admitted it. He got impeached, but he didn't get kicked out. Right. It's it's like in five or six years, if they did a movie 
there was a dramatic reenactment of the Saudi princes princes hiring the hijackers to do 9/11. Yeah. Like I just don't I I've I've been a, I've I've lived through it. I don't yeah. I don't need a movie about it. I was here. <laughs> yeah. When you have uh when when you have the ability to watch documentaries or live footage in real time about something a movie about really doesn't do much. Right. And now like 30 40 years from now I might be interested because it'd be like, oh, there's new facts that have come out since then. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything new here. It's just no. like, from what I can tell, it seems like it's a movie. And one good thing about it, one, one reason I think to go see it maybe, is it seems like they're trying to rehumanize Monica Lewinsky, which is important okay. because the entire country treated her as a joke for so long. Yeah. And it's real fucked up that we did that. In my yeah, like how is it her fault? Right. I mean, come she on, was an intern man. <laughs> who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to get with a president? I mean, right. like logically, it, and even even if you could say no, why would you? Yeah, your career's over then. Right. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Everyone wants to sit there and think that Bill was the fucking victim. No, Monica, Monica Harper yeah. was the victim in that whole thing, because no matter what, <laughs> at the end of the day, she's the fucking bad guy. No matter how you look at it, and right. that's what sucks about it. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully this move, this movie, this miniseries, whatever it is, yeah, helps helps show that like this was a real human being whose lives we all ruined. Mm -hmm. I say we. You and I were children. Yeah. We. Yeah. We. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't do anything to them. As I, I didn't said. Do shit. I didn't even yeah. watch the news back then. I was busy thinking about Beetleborgs. Yeah. I was just enjoying my nap times and to wake up to some chocolate milk. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I fried mean, PB and J. <laughs> but that's the thing, like you know, like I, I, I don't mind learning about like civil wars or what, the Kennedy assassination because there's always something new that comes up with the JFK assassination, right. like that. Because I didn't live through it, right? So it's 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 me learning about it. But you know what? I'll take a documentary over a like a featured film about it. I don't need to. Yeah, I don't need a dramatic reenactment of a lot no. of things. No, I don't need to see an actor portray Lee Harvey Oswald yeah. to shoot an actor who's portraying Kenny. You know, show me the footage from that day, what they found. Show me some scientific right. like <clears throat> trajectory of the magic fucking bullet because not because I just uh, I learned I don't know how long this this rumor or speculation has been, but I just found out this year alone that now they're speculating that the driver shot Kennedy. Whoa. I never heard of that. Yeah, there was some like there was some footage that they released that like I don't know if you could find it or not, but like the the point where he gets shot in the head and like falls back and how people keep questioning like the reason that happened. Yeah. When you watch the footage and you look at the driver, it's like he took his left hand, so his door hand, reached behind the side of him, just went back and just shot off one. Huh. And it was a lucky shot where he just hit Kennedy in the head. Yeah. Because because everyone was speculated. He, was what? he aiming at Kennedy in this or was he aiming at the grassy knoll guy or something? That I don't know. Like it, oh, it was okay. just, it was just one of those, like it, it was a video that came through. It was like a brief 45, 60 second video where they said, you know, like did the driver shoot Kennedy? And then they just showed it in real time. And then they showed it in slow motion. And I mean, the speculation makes sense if you think about yeah. it because yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I just I've I've seen I've seen the um the regular footage that you yeah. normally see, mm -hmm. and the way that the back of his head blows off, it, yeah. it doesn't feel like it could be a shot that came from behind him or from no. the side of him. 
right? See that, and and that's the thing, like because like you, I mean, clearly, only a few people know what really happened, right? And like most of them are probably dead by now. Yeah, you're never going to get a definitive answer on what really the fuck happened. Not, sorry, I just had to make the joke. And a lot of them are dead by now and not from Clinton assassinations. <laughs> yeah, they didn't hang themselves in prison. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, well, no one was watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the cameras went out, ironically, right. for like 90 seconds, uh-huh. uh, while the person had to be on break. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just interesting when they when these facts and stuff come out because it's not like it's just made up shit like oh did you hear that the aliens killed Kennedy right. no it's real shit that you know when the, when you put the pieces together and I get that's how conspiracy theories work for sure it's like the whole thing with how the Titanic wasn't really the Titanic it was the other ship that got damaged that they renamed the Titanic so they could sink it for the insurance money but at the what? same time you didn't hear about that no what. So the Titanic that sink, it wasn't really the Titanic. Fascinating. What yeah, was it? I'm going to pull up right now so I can uh, tell you exactly what it was. Titanic. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like, like some conspiracy theories, as long as they don't hurt anybody, by all means. Yeah, I mean, these are so hurt though. anybody to speculate that the Titanic well, was renamed. But here's the thing. But the, technically, if you look at this conspiracy theory, this Titanic sinking actually hurt uh, a lot of people. Well, yeah, but nobody alive now. No, but uh, I guess what I guess what I meant is, uh, hold on, let me see if I can look it up. See if I can find. Can't be right. Uh, they said it can sink. Blah blah. Conspiracy. I don't want to find. I, I don't want someone's gonna have a video because I don't want noise to come through. Uh, okay, let's go with this. I think this might be it. So the only reason I say that this sinking actually hurt people is that because the rumor is is because I think with J.P. Morgan owned Titan owned the Titanic, oh. and uh, J.P. Morgan, you know, obviously a big bank and all that right. shit. Now, a lot of his competitors were on the Titanic when it sank. What? Yeah. Okay. So Titanic was built alongside two other ocean liners being constructed at the same time: RMS Britannic and the RMS Olympic. The Olympic was almost identical to the Titanic, and both were owned by the White Star Line, a company which was controlled by wealthy financer J.P. Morgan. The Olympic was launched with much fanfare in 1910, and during a voyage in 1911 was involved in a serious collision with a naval warship, HMS Hawk, off the coast of the United Kingdom. Hmm. An inquiry found that the Olympic was to blame for the collision and has caused her considerable damage and according and accordingly, White Star's insurers refused to pay the claim. White Star was facing financial ruin. They would have to foot the bill for Olympics repairs, plus Titanic's completion date would be delayed while the workers switched focus. They couldn't afford to have those two ships out of action. Right. The theory is that the White Star committed insurance fraud by patching up the Olympic and making some quick changes to convert it into Titanic. The replacement Titanic would then be sunk or crashed deliberately on her maiden voyage as an added bonus another White Star ship would be on hand to heroically rescue all on board. White Star would be able to claim the insurance for the brand new ship and the original Titanic would be pressed into service disguised as the Olympic. Huh. So here's the proof. When the Olympic had collided with the HMS Hawk, it sustained damage to the keel, giving the ship a list to its port side. When Titanic set sail, 
it was listed to port. The list was noted by the several survivors of the tragedy. Rumors are circulating around the shipyard. By the way, am I reading this well? Like, do I sound? Oh yeah, like, it sounds great. Great, thank you. I just want to make sure because now this is the Titanic episode, <laughs> <laughs> hour two of this freaking show. The rumors are circulating around the shipyard that White Star were going to carry out the insurance fraud. Many types of similar marine insurance frauds have been documented around this time. Evidence of these whispers were borne out by the Titanic was only half full when it set sail from Southampton. Given the prestige of the ship, the necessity to make it financially viable, it seems odd that White Star didn't do all they could to fill the cabin. Mm. Titanic struggled to find enough crew for the voyage. This was despite the fact that there was a nationwide coal strike at the time, which meant that thousands of firemen, greasers, and boilers stoked were out of work. Yet still they refused to work on the doomed ship. Last-minute passenger cancellations. There were 50 high-profile passengers booked onto the Titanic's maiden voyage who mysteriously canceled at the last minute. The most notable was J.P. Morgan himself, the owner of White Star. He claimed illness a few days before the trip, but seemed perfectly okay in France with his mistress on the day Titanic was sunk. Other cancellations were Henry Clay Frick, Horace J. Harding, George Washington Vanderbilt, who were all wealthy businessmen connected to Morgan. Mm. J.P. Morgan had several valuable bronze statues removed from the ship just one hour before it set sail. Hmm. The newspaper had... Tell me if this gets boring. No, I'm fascinated. Okay. I just want to double check. Um, also, did anyone else new show up? Not yet? Okay, good. We're good. Uh, let's see here. Um, the newspaper headlines, many of the early published news headlines read that all passengers survived, almost as if the initial press release was already planned and set out before details had filtered through. The headlines were quickly amended when it became apparent that many have perished. The SS Californian was another passenger ship owned by J.P. Morgan that was the closest ship to the stricken Titanic, and the captain's captain's inaction was blamed for the large loss of life on the Titanic. The ship had set sail five days previously, despite the coal shortage, and was sailing with no passengers. It had stopped in the middle of the Atlantic, and its only... Cargo on board were 3,000 blankets and jumpers. Hmm. The belief is that it was waiting to rescue the Titanic's passengers after the ship has been deliberately sunk. Edith Russell, one of the Titanic's survivors, had admitted the officers assured her the Californian was on its way to rescue them. However, it sadly wasn't the case. The Californian had shut down their radios for the night, so when the real disaster struck, they weren't aware they were needed until it was too late. The captain was woken and advised that the stress flares had been spotted, but ignored them, claiming he thought they were just another shipping company's rockets. So despite helping being only 12 miles away, it was left to a cunnered ship, HMS Carthbania, to steam 60 miles through the ice to rescue 706 survivors. Wow. Uh, Titanic's first officer Murdoch spotted the iceberg ahead and for some reason ordered the ship to be turned full astern. This, however, increased the risk of a collision, which would have been known. If the iceberg had been struck full on, it would have been damaged and the loss of life to the crewmen in the bunks, but the ship would have stayed afloat and made it to the New York, striking its side, or made it to New York. Striking its side on meant that six of the watertight compartments were ruptured, too many to enable to stay afloat. Huh. Right? Shit makes sense. 
Uh, Captain Smith and the officers did not have any sense of urgency when Titanic hit the iceberg. It only took 35 minutes for the first distress signal and radio communication to be sent. It took 45 minutes for the crew to start preparing the lifeboats and was an hour and 25 minutes before women and children were loaded onto lifeboats, almost as if it was expecting a rescue ship to arrive immediately. Uh, the rescue crew were detained in New York for 24 hours and forced to sign a document ensuring they would remain silent about the events. Uh, then I give you some information about the different designs of the boats, uh, the Olympic on the left of the Titanic on the right. So, uh, yeah. Um, Fascinating. The engraved letters M and P visible on the wreck hull when the steel rivets attached, the letters fell off. Uh, yeah, so oh. yeah, wow. so yeah, that's uh, that's that's conspiracy theories that uh, Titanic was sunk on purpose. I could see it, I could see it, even even without all the evidence you presented. It makes sense because wealthy people do weird things, yeah. Hmm, fascinating, yeah. Fascinating. You know what's weird too is like so like uh, so that information I read was from a um, a website from like 2016. Now I remember us doing a conspiracy theory episode. Yeah, and right. That didn't, and that didn't come up. Surprising. Yeah. Surprising. But I like this. See, like the thing is though is that like even even if it's true. It doesn't change history all that much. No. Well, the you only know? thing the only thing that changes, I think, is just the competitors of JP Morgan. So I think right. I think the financial like bigwigs, I think it definitely changed. But yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it would have stopped like us from being born in any right. fucking way. It would be really interesting to see like if the Tat- Titanic had never sunk. Yeah. And the competitors lived or, or the competitors lived. Uh, that'd be another option. Mm-hmm. Would J.P. Morgan Chase be as powerful a company right now? Would the 2008 financial crisis have happened? Yeah. And without the 2008 financial crisis, would like Trump have become president? I and I definitely think without Trump, Biden would never be president. If Trump wasn't president now, who do you think would be? If if Trump wasn't president then, who do you think would have been president now? You think Sanders will have won? Uh, I think Clinton would be starting her second term. Ooh, yeah, because yeah, because I mean, if because if Trump didn't run, then I guess the only other person I don't know who who would have been their backup, Ted Cruz. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and everyone hates that guy. Yeah, that dude. That dude. <laughs> his wife doesn't like. Him. You ever see that? You ever see that video of him like trying to kiss his daughter and she like punches him in the mouth? No, I didn't. But it's not actually that. that. I'm 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 oh. over exaggerating as I'm prone to do, but. <laughs> Um, next season for this freaking show, new segment. What ifs? Ooh. We're gonna rip off. We're gonna rip off. Yeah, rip let's off rip off Disney. Disney. I mean, fucking it. rip off Disney. Yeah, yeah. Imagine <laughs> being the podcast that Disney sends a season to assist letter to. Oh, we'll talk about it on the show. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like, we will, we will call it what if. We'll call it something else though. But yeah, we'll we'll just we'll just rip off what they're fucking doing, just yeah, and just do new actual events. I don't know what we call yet, but it'll be like, uh, you ever think about, <laughs> you ever yeah. wonder, <laughs> you wonders, uh, God. But yeah, I mean, it, events in life, like it, the littlest thing, can change fucking anything. Frankie D, thank you for being here. Um, 
I'm assuming you just popped up. If you've been here for a while and I didn't say hi, I apologize. But thank you for actually having your name in the title. Everyone else is just different, like Dose or Ultimusimum, A-R-N-D. Um, but yeah, every event in life, I mean, like, and people say it all the time, like the little thing, like you kill a butterfly, you go back in time and kill a butterfly in like 1652 and all of a sudden the apocalypse fucking happens or whatever right. the hell it is. The yeah. butterfly effect or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, a butterfly flaps its wings in Africa causing a tsunami in China. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's possible, but like major events, like, uh, I don't know, let's say the Holocaust never fucking happened. Right. Yeah, probably a big event because <laughs> if the Hulk, I mean, if the Holocaust didn't happen, I don't think that uh, World War II would gone uh, gone the way it would. I mean, can you yeah. imagine if Japan never bombed Pearl Harbor? We never would have gotten to the war. Right. And we never would have bombed fucking uh, Japan. Yep. Yeah. Can you imagine what happened if we stayed out of Vietnam? Yeah, a whole generation of people would be alive. Right? It's... It's, it's it's weird to think about this, but I'm all for it, you know. Like, and and that's I think that's going to be kind of a topic thing where, like, we're I guess we may have to do a little bit of work on to kind of like conspiracy. Like, what if uh, what if Lincoln never got shot? Right. Yeah. Fascinating. The, the 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 trajectory of presidents that would fucking change. Mm-hmm. Like, what we if never had what? Johnson? Yeah, never. Reconstruction probably would have gone forward. There wouldn't have been Jim Crow South. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating. That's next season, though. Yeah, you got me all. You got me all thinking about it now. I know, right? We got to start making lists. We got. We're gonna need about fifty-two ideas. Which, speaking of uh, seasons and dates and all that stuff, like, where where do you think we're gonna end up uh, as far as this season? I don't. Know. I feel like it's gonna end up being a thirty-five to forty episode season. Well, I guess that's. I guess that's kind of my question. Like, do you want to just go until fifty-two, regardless of when we hit it, or do you want to end at the end of the year? I'm fine either way. Uh, because, my my knee jerk is to just end at the end of the year. And I'm fine, man. Rushing. I'm fine with that. And I'm fine yeah. with that because, like, because, like, right now with JFW, we're just now hitting like our 44th episode of uh, season three, and uh, we started the season last January. So yeah. I mean, we're almost like nearly two years into trying to finish one season. I'm like, God, you know, I just want this fucking season to end. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. And like I said, I'm I mean. I uh I still got to release the part two of our last live stream. Plus, oh, I got no this. Nice. I got I got two episodes of this live stream. So nice. Uh, I'm gonna cool. release that other. Yeah, I'm gonna release that other half uh, on Sunday, and then I'm just gonna like trickle these out and everything. But um, it's the content that's important. Yeah, and I think I think we do get the content out there, uh, rather than not be consistent. I mean, obviously, like I said, we took a we took a summer break. Yeah, Everyone well, needs well, a break. It's, it's been it's been a rough couple of years. It is. It is. So between it's fine. I would say, you know, call it call it quits at the end of the year. Start fresh. Right. With some some hope. Maybe twenty twenty two will be better. Right. Yeah. It, it can't be worse. I right. will well, well, yeah. yeah. It shouldn't get much worse. Let's maybe put it that way. Yeah. Can you imagine if can you imagine if COVID never fucking happened? Oh God. Yeah. God, so so many ideas. We're gonna start making a list. You come up with twenty six. I'll come up with twenty six. We'll cut out the uh, the same ones and then just fill those slots. We'll do that. Nice. Well, uh, but we'll do that after this freaky show because we got to figure out uh, we got to figure out October because that's yeah. that's that's our money maker. That's our right. that's our big game that's right our, there. That's our juice. That that is that is where we get our life from. Yeah. I was also thinking, um, going back uh, real quick to like those cemetery tours of Indianapolis. 
Um, if we did that around like a like a Wednesday, yeah. Could you imagine like us like just doing the trips and stuff like that, and then you know you just like run over to GCRs and do uh, Geekcast live from yeah, there. Yeah, we could just we could just go to GCRs and we could be, do it live. Yeah, we could, both, we could both be there on the show live in his uh, studio. Oh, well, I mean, I don't got to be on the show. I mean, I know we always talk. Uh, if about you're around, it. you're going to be on the show. It's, it's, it's how it's going. I mean, I, I could always wait in the lobby. <laughs> how is Geekcast live going? Good. Uh yeah, it's good. It's good. I I feel like we're. Uh, I don't know. We're in one of those places where we could either like do really well in the next year or two, or the show's going to fold in a year or two. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Well, I just we're all we're all hitting certain points in our lives where you know Nick's Nick's oldest just went off to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan's coaching football for the first time because Mac is old enough to to play. You know. Uh, Rob just got married, so there's just there's some busyness happening in our lives outside of the shows, and so it's yeah. just kind of like you know I, I don't know I don't know uh, the commitment it takes to make a show like really successful and popular is kind of not there right now. Yeah, well, you guys you have been know? doing it for eight years, right? Yeah, and yeah. and like well, we can keep doing it forever. It's just it's it's you know it's it's a lot of banter casts. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. We that's what we do. That's our whole show. That's our bread and butter. Yeah. Um, but with Geekcast Live, we used to like we used to have cool guests and we used to have like specific themes for every episode and that's kind of dropped off. I gotcha. So yeah. no, it's, it's nothing I'm not I'm not criticizing it. It just is what it is. Yeah. Well and that's what I like about it, like, you know, what we do here. I mean, like we do I mean most of it's just jibber jabber, chit chatty. Yeah. Just, just filling, just filling some airtime with some, uh, with some what we're going on. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, I think a lot of the stuff that uh, really draws people in is, uh, I, I do believe it's October. I think, I think mm-hmm. October is the biggest thing. And I mean, I know I have the most fun with that. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I, and I know, like, there are times where we do like, uh, like a, a specific, specific, yeah, God, a specific uh, topic to, like, uh, when we do the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, or Halloween, Christmas, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, and you know, and those are fun to do. But I mean, I'd rather just figure out what's going on current event wise and just kind of talking bullshit about that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, did you get a chance to watch Black Widow yet? I did finally see it. Okay, so tell me, tell, let's talk about that. I want, I want to know your your feelings on it. Yeah, now, I'm gonna tell you what I hated about it. That sounds good. I uh, I thought it was fine. Okay, yeah. I, I, nothing, I, did, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't nothing, the best. Yeah, there was nothing special or new about it to me. Um, I do think, so part of the thing is, is that like all of the Marvel movies have gotten better over the years. Yes. So the, the baseline of what average is has increased. Mm-hmm. So I do think that if this exact movie had been made exactly the same way 10 years ago, it yeah. would be one of the greatest movies they'd ever made. Mm-hmm. But because it came out 10 years late, yeah, it's just not, it's not that it's bad. It's just not good. Yeah. My, my problem, my problem with the, the very beginning problem I had with it was like, they are telling you a story about a character they have established over the years mm-hmm. uh, in a past tense uh, event. Like, so, and I, I get that they did it with Captain America. I did. And I get, they did it with Captain Marvel. But the mm-hmm. thing was, there wasn't a story arc that to their stories that had to do with 
Iron Man that came out before Captain America or any other things happened before Captain Marvel other than Nick Fury's fucking eye. Right. So when you sit there and you create a movie for Black Widow that's supposed to happen post Captain or post uh Civil War. Right. You already know that hey, this show this movie's about to start, this movie is beginning, but you already know she's dead. Right. So now you're gonna tell a story about somebody that you know the ending of their story. Like that's right. it. She's so it's hard. Gone. To, it's hard to care about her. Yeah. You know, it was it was fun to see. I thought Florence Pugh did a really good job. I really enjoyed the way I she did. played it. I, I fucking loved her. She's funny as hell. They just yeah, the way she I comes would be off. fine if yeah. they wanted to do a, a blonde widow show or something, which it well, feels like that's what they're doing when they bring Julie yeah. and Louis Dreyfus in. Well, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that. Uh, Pew is part of Hawkeye's uh, Disney Plus. Story. Yeah, see that would be cool. I'd be, yeah, I'd be fine with that. If 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 the point of this movie was actually to introduce Florence mm-hmm. Pugh's character, then I can I can give it a little bit more grace. Yeah, um, wasn't a big fan that there was no cameos other than the general. Yeah, like there was no, and I get it. You know, they mentioned how you know like captain america wander up there was a, okay so that scene you know the the very end scene i don't care if we spoil it for anyone it's out there you should have seen it by now right um where after after the red room crashed to the ground they're all standing there johan or uh fucking black widow's telling everyone to leave you know i got this right and then it cuts to two weeks later and she escaped right what i thought would have been better and that's just me is if she's standing there waiting to take on the fucking military, whoever the fuck it was, general, blah, blah, blah. Everyone fucking left her. A fucking jet comes down, door opens up, and you get a pitch, you get an image of somebody standing in the doorway waiting for her to come to the jet just from the back, and it's clearly Captain America there to rescue her, to pick her up, and for them to jettison off. Right. I think that would be, and, and then you just end it there. Yeah. That's where you fucking end it. You don't need her to. <clears throat> show up to that guy with a brand new fucking jet and just going on. I think that would have been a great cameo. It would have explained how she got away from all those fucking people rather than yep. just saying two weeks later. Okay, right. so what the fuck happened? Or or just or just like spy shit. Yeah. 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 I know a lot of people weren't a big fan of Taskmaster because they changed that character a little bit. I didn't. I didn't feel strongly one way or the other. It didn't, yeah, it didn't matter to me because I don't know much about Taskmaster. I mean, I think you have to right. be a comic book fan in order to really understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy that I work with <clears throat> was very vocal about uh, his hatred of Taskmaster, just because it's not the same character he grew up reading about, right. and the concept of how uh, how he learned to mimic people's uh, mm-hmm. fighting wasn't the same. I guess, yeah. like, and I mean, in the movie, is downloaded into uh, her memory. But I guess in the comics, he just learns as he goes, almost like fucking Ditto from Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I but yeah, I loved I loved Pew in it. I thought she was funny. I think she brought great comic relief. And I'm glad that they did that. I think it ranks up there humor wise, along with Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love the the post credit scene where you know. Uh, I can't remember the girl's name. I think you just said it. Uh, yeah, Julie Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, gave Pew the target, the reason Scarlett Johansson died. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also I heard rumor that there was an alternate ending uh-huh. uh, when she was at the grave and she did that whistle that Ooh. somebody whistled back. Ooh, because apparently there was some speculation that you know when he went to go because a lot of people say like when he went to go return to soul stone you don't get the soul back you just give the soul stone back 
Right. But the rule is it's a soul for a soul. Ooh. So when you return the soul stone, you have to get a soul in return. Mm-hmm. So there was speculation that he really did get uh, Black Widow back, but she's in hiding or some shit to start her life right. over after all this shit. But when she did yeah. the whistle at the grave site, there was a whistle back and then it cuts out. Yeah. I also feel like with all the time travel stuff from Endgame, like yeah. they brought Gamora back into the universe. Yeah. So why couldn't they have also brought the widow back? Right. You know, it just doesn't really I, make any sense to me. I heard rumor that fucking Starler is going to die in the third one. Oh, I haven't heard that, but. Or the fourth one, whichever one the fuck it is. Why? Uh, probably because they're tired of paying them. <laughs> the longer they stick around. Yeah, the more money they make. Yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi, did you see that one yet? I haven't yet. I haven't called because yeah. you got to go to a theater to watch it. You can't watch it on Disney Plus. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I just I haven't figured out like when's a good time to go. Is a, is Sing Chi part of uh like the Doctor Strange kind of thing? I don't know. Because I I mean I've seen trailers, I've heard about him, but everything everything I hear about him just like it sounds like he's part of that Doctor Strange fucking like group. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm sure it's related. Yeah. So also nothing about Mordo since uh, the Doctor Strange movie. Mordo. Yeah. Mordo. The, the Patton Oswalt show. No, that's Modoc. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Mordo, the uh, the the guy who trained Strange when he first got there, and he realized that the uh, the elder lady was using dark uh, powers to stay alive. And then he decided there's too many sorcerers in the world and oh. crippled that fucking guy. He's a villain, but uh, he, Barry you know, you, yeah, yeah. You haven't uh, haven't heard anything about him since the Doctor Strange movie. So, no. also, have you heard oh, rumor? that guy? All yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, have you heard rumor that the Doctor Strange that's in the Spider-Man movie is not Doctor Strange, but I, it's Mysterio? I, I have. Ooh, I hadn't heard it was Mysterio, but I have heard that it's not him. Yeah, I also heard rumor that uh, the what ifs, you know, the what uh, the animated what if uh, movies mm-hmm. that the shows are doing, um, how they just recently did that one with the evil Doctor Strange. Yeah, how like he is going to make an appearance in the Spider-Man movie because they're going to try to merge those mo- those uh, shows into the MCU. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's exciting. So when they open up the Spider Verse or whatever they call it. That evil uh, Doctor Strange is going to appear, but there's also speculation that Doctor Strange isn't really Doctor Strange; it's Mysterio because Doctor Strange wouldn't uh, do the things that he is doing in the movie, like messing with timelines and shit like that, just right. all willy nilly. Right. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I love about these movies because because you can make these speculations and try like, oh shit, is that real? Is that true? Like, like what what is and what isn't. Right. Absolutely. It makes it fun. That's what I'm into too. I also like, you know, you can change stuff up all the time. mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing uh, uh, Nico hates is that, um, you know, uh, uh, the the Quicksilver from X-Men and the Quicksilver from Age of Ultron are two different actors. And they're two different people. Really? Yeah, and so Nick is like, I hate that. This is my. This is a. They need to be the same person. It's like that, Marvel didn't own the property at that point, so they can't be the same person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, 
I, I mean, and I, I'm still waiting for X Men to make an appearance. It's got to happen. It's coming. It's coming. So, yeah. I'm, I'm trying excited to figure, for that. I'm trying to find uh, find the list of the movies that were coming out, but I can't seem to figure out. It seems like Wikipedia really screws everything up. Yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Anywho, but yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm excited with it that they have coming out. So, um, but Joe, uh, what, uh, what are you freaking thinking about? I am freaking thinking about the Stormlight Archives. I mentioned them during my Audible plug. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been reading them like crazy since I got back from Pennsylvania. Okay, um, they're they're really long. <laughs> I can't believe how long they are, but they're really good. They're really it's really well written. I really enjoy it. Um, I love the characters. I love the, the world that they're in. Um, if you if you've got you know, each so like an, the audiobooks for them range from forty hours to like sixty hours. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole week worth week uh, week work week worth of listening. Okay, um, but it's great. It's really really well done. I really enjoy it. Um, what I love about the audiobooks, um, you can get them from your local library. You can get them on Audible. Um, they also uh, when when the when the point of view character is male, they've got a male reader. And when the point of view character is female, they have a female reader. Oh, that's which is cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And so it's it's a little bit, for lack of a better word, more realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I just really enjoy it. It's really good stuff. Um, highly recommend. It. If you're if you're into fantasy, especially high fantasy, if you like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or things like that, go read the Stormlight Archive. It's really good. Yeah. See, I haven't I haven't watched either one of those. <laughs> yeah. I really want to get into uh, Game of Thrones. I just haven't. And I know it's over now. And um, Yeah. We've talked about that. book to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, you know what? Uh, I actually had an opportunity um, last Sunday to finally actually be part of uh, Southland Championship Wrestling, that uh, indie show that I, I've been working with with JFW over oh, the yeah, years. Yeah. Uh, so they created a, a YouTube-based wrestling show called High Voltage, which is if you look at baseball and you got MLB, the Major League Baseball, uh, High Voltage is AAA of SCW. So oh, it's, yeah. it's where all the training and stuff goes on. Um, and it kind of preps everybody to get ready to wrestle in front of audiences and wrestle in front of the cameras and stuff like that, work on promos and their matches. Um I have been appointed the general manager of High Voltage. So nice. uh, now I have a uh, quote-unquote position within SCW uh, as the the boss, if you will, of uh, SCW. So it was really cool. I had my first initial uh, debut into the ring on Sunday. Uh, wasn't uh, didn't go that well. I got really nervous because it was my first time doing something like that. Kind of kind of miss some of my cues and uh, – um, stumbled over my words. So I, I had fun doing it. I'm glad that my my mess up on the first time around didn't uh, deter them from having me back. And it's going to be a monthly thing that they do. So uh, next October is going to be the next one. So I'm excited to see what they have for me because, you know, there's story arcs and ideas and stuff that they have. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully that uh, kind of keeps growing. I can do more with that because it's something I've been wanting to do for years. I just had to wait for the right opportunity to come around, and uh, it did. So nice! Congratulations! Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah, and then you know, I also got invited to kind of be part of their like creative team to help build storylines for other wrestlers. Nice. So I look forward to kind of working with that. Uh, somehow people believe I have a creative mind, and who knows where that came from. <laughs> but it's really exciting and super cool. And uh, um, I'll let you know when those. Uh, well, they just released the first show yesterday. So if you want to see uh, goofiness of mine, you could uh, find it. Uh, it's linked on my uh, JFW Facebook page. But nice. It's pretty fun. It's cool. I realized watching the video uh, how fat I really got. So uh, the idea of losing weight is very real in my mind now. Yep. I hear that. Um, so uh, starting Monday, I'm going to kind of get back into my diet full blown because now visibly seeing myself, I realize I can't look like that. Like it's not, it's not a physical attractiveness wise. It's just like, just look at myself. I'm like, that's it's a what I'm thing. It's what unhealthiness looks like. Like yeah. looking so, at him like, I, uh, I've been thinking about losing weight again. Uh, I don't fit in my clothes anymore. My, uh, yeah. my clergy shirt chokes me when I wear it. Well, let me ask you a question, Joe. Serious yeah. question. Do you want to go back to doing those journey vlogs again? We don't have to follow any specific diet just to chat about what we're doing. I think that's a good idea. I'm on board to do that. Like, like I'll do my diet. You do your diet, and we'll just talk about uh, successes and struggles and stuff. Yeah, I dig it. Okay, cool. We'll uh, we'll discuss that and we'll start doing that. Maybe uh, maybe we'll do like a like a you know an every two week follow up or something because not a lot of things happen in like a one week time. Right. But you know maybe uh, maybe starting in um, October we'll start October we'll do every two weeks um, of just a journey thing you know where we start out weight wise and you know where we're at workouts we're doing and uh, diets and stuff. Sounds good. Awesome. Cool. Uh, guys. Uh, oh fuck yeah! God, I almost forgot again. Hey Joe. Yeah. You know our listeners can catch me and Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show uh, whenever our uh, shows do drop for them to listen to. But you know what? I know that they don't get enough Cartoon Joe just from here at this freaking show. So where can our listeners go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching This Freaking Show. Make sure you follow and subscribe to us on YouTube at FreakNet Studios. That's where you'll find all the videos uh, that we have previously done, plus all the videos that we have going forward. Uh, I'm super excited to be getting back into uh, This Freaky Show, our month-long celebration of Halloween during the month of October, and hopefully getting the plan to get more visitations to other cemeteries out for you guys to, uh, to watch. Um, so make sure you follow us, you subscribe, and hit the notification bell at YouTube at FreakNet Studios so you know when our videos do drop. And, of course, our shows, when they are released, they're released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, uh, Verbal, anywhere you can find podcasts. All you can do is just Google, uh, search us, and we're right there. It's this freaking show, F-R-E-A-K-I-N, no G. Some people make my mistake, and that's just weird. Guys, that's all I have. So, as always, I am Travis C. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.